0: welcome back to heart to heart the just life special for the girls if you're new here i'm sicily here with my co-host sanya and if you are not new here um you know what we're talking about today I just got back from Europe and I have so much to talk about to you guys. And Sonia has been holding back to tell about her trip and her experiences since like May. Yeah. So um we have a lot for you to catch up on. So buckle up, um, grab your popcorn, whatever. And yeah, so we're gonna talk about our trips, how to travel like a pro and how a trip changes you in some way. Yeah. So um I noticed a while back that every trip comes with like new experiences and new perspectives. And honestly, it changes who I am a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, like people joke that you make it like your whole personality when you get back.
1: Yeah. I feel like when I get back from a trip, it makes me feel like life is worth living again. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah.
0: And it opens your eyes to like different experiences and different um, perspectives. And how much more is out there outside of Northwest Indiana? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> No, I I think it's so important to travel. Like, when you're staying in your same spot your whole life, you don't grow. Yeah, definitely not. So when you travel and experience all these new things, you are growing. And you get to experience different things that people don't experience. And obviously, you know,
1: like, traveling can be pricey. And not everybody can afford traveling. But when we're talking about traveling, that doesn't necessarily mean, like, you have to... Travel across the world, travel across the country. Like for me, traveling is honestly even going to like Illinois or New Buffalo, spending the day there. So when we talk about traveling, we're not sitting here encouraging you guys to drop a bag, yeah, leaving the country or something. But we're just talking about leaving your hometown, you know, getting out, even if it's like going for a drive in your state. Yeah. But even visiting like, elsewhere.
0: Even like in Indiana, there's so many cool places. I know. I in feel Indy? like
1: We get a bad rep. You know, it's like, oh, you're in Indiana. All you have there is corn. But um, (laughs) there's more than corn. (laughs) There is. There's actually a lot of cool stuff in Indiana. And I love going on hikes and stuff. So there's a lot of, like, cool state parks and forests and stuff where you can take hikes. Like, at IU, there is the, um, I think it's the Monroe County Forest Preserve. And there's so much cool stuff in there. There's, like, um, a tower in the forest that was built so that somebody could watch out to make sure there weren't forest fires. And now it's just like this tall tower in the middle of the forest. And when you go up there, it's honestly like breathtaking and shocking how beautiful Indiana can be. And you'd never think that, but it's all
0: about just like exploring and getting out of your normal comfort zone of where you live, you know? 100%. I remember in 2020, we couldn't do anything, but I was feeling so like, what's the word um cabin fever I just had it so bad so I did some research and I found out that Indiana has a waterfall
1: oh well isn't it it does yeah do you know where it's at um
0: it's Williamsport Indiana
1: so it's kind of by Lafayette I was gonna say I definitely knew that because I was googling like cool things (laughs) to do in Indiana once too and Yeah, I I was gonna say, I, I did know that. I just didn't know where.
0: And my friend, he like, this is just like coincidence. He lived two minutes away from it. Oh, that's awesome. So we went there and there's like, things you can go like travel. Like they have like a cave you could go in. It was so cool.
1: There's also really fun free stuff to do. Obviously going anywhere costs money for gas and stuff, but I've been to like starved rock and they have waterfalls and stuff there too. And that's in Illinois. I mean, it's like two hours away from Northwest Indiana. But it's still cool. Like, you don't feel like you're in the Midwest. No. And it's just like a fun new experience. And those are the type of things that fulfill me, too. It's like I don't need to go across the country for me to consider myself like taking a trip.
0: Yeah. Like, Lake Michigan. We yeah. had, like, it literally looks like an ocean. If you put me there and I didn't know where I was at, I would guess an ocean. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the dunes is awesome. So awesome. I also love, like, hiking
1: the dunes. Um, and even learning about the dunes in one of my science classes in college was very fascinating. It's like one of the most diverse ecosystems in the world, so.
0: Yeah, so you kind of make your opportunity, like go out, explore, even in your hometown. I'm sure there are things you could do to kind of like push you out of that comfort zone. But I think we're just going to talk about like trips we've taken that really changed. And of course, our most recent trip and how that has kind of changed our life.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: um, as Cicely said, in May, in the beginning of
1: May, I traveled to Europe and I went on a 10-day cruise through the Norwegian Cruise Line. Woo! Um, I got to go to Italy, I got to go to the south of France, and I went to Greece. Um, And then I also went to Ireland afterwards, just for fun. But it was a life-changing experience. When I think about the trip, I think it was honestly like the trip of a lifetime. Yeah. There were places that I visited that I really thought like I only could imagine in my wildest dreams. And coming back, you know, in the moment, you feel like the trip is never gonna end and then it ends so quickly and coming back, it's like it's already been two months since I've been on that trip and it honestly feels like a lifetime ago. And it really changed my perspective on things. I remember I came back from the trip and I was like, my life goal is I'm moving to the south of France, like I can't imagine being unhappy living there because it is just such a wealthy, beautiful like atmosphere. Everybody has money. Everybody looks incredible. I'm like I couldn't imagine being sad here. So I, um, I came back and I really it was like my lifetime goal is to move to the south of France one day, it's, at least for like a year or two. But it was the best trip of my life. Um, And I am fortunate because I do get to travel quite often. My parents have a place in Florida, so I get to go to Florida a lot, but I hadn't been back to Europe since I moved back to America from Europe. So going back there and just like embracing the lifestyle of being in Europe and remembering how much culture lies outside of America. I feel like sometimes when you live here, it's like hard to imagine life outside of this country And once you leave the country, you're like, there's so much more out there that you don't even like consider, think about when you're here. So
0: you basically just said everything I was going to (laughs) say. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. So I also went on a cruise with Norwegian Cruise Line. LCL, baby. (laughs) So I'll probably talk about that. But I went to Italy, Croatia and Greece and the most beautiful places that you can't even imagine Croatia. It was like living in a postcard mm-hmm. it was insane um italy was everything and beyond what i expected uh the food the culture the ambiance like everything was just, the food
1: oh, oh my god <laughs> like i would give my left leg to eat in europe again because oh greece and the food in italy like can't eat pasta the same here Sorry. no it,
0: it's rent pasta honestly <laughs> but yeah i had pasta and wine every night yeah But I didn't feel bloated or anything. I felt, like, fine. Oh,
1: I felt like a million dollars coming back from the cruise because you walk everywhere. You walk everywhere in Europe, and that's why everyone's so skinny there is because the food isn't, like, garbage, and everyone's walking everywhere. I mean, I can't remember the last time I was in shape like that. One day I looked at my phone, and I had, like, 22,000 steps, and I was like, oh, my God, if I lived here, I would be actually a friggin' twig.
0: Yeah, it was really awesome. And like you said, trip of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. This has been one of my life goals, Sicily and Sicily. I feel like that was kind of, you know, meant. On brand, yes. Um, So that was amazing. Uh, Yeah, it's such, so many different experiences, different people you meet, and just a trip of a lifetime. I, I think even, we were briefly talking about
1: this before, but one thing that was awesome about my cruise was I met... A great group of people around my age I was with my older sister so we made a really good group of cruise friends and I think I like explained this last podcast but when you know that your time is so limited it's like being on the cruise isn't reality you know it's like it I don't even know how to describe it it's just like not real so your time in there it's like a day is like a week in there so getting to know people it's like you get to know somebody like so much faster than you would in real life. So we were very fortunate to meet awesome people from all over the world, all over the country and stuff. And to this day, I mean, I'm still in touch with them. And you know, who knows, like maybe one day we'll all be able to see each other elsewhere. And it, to me, that was one of the most special parts about the cruise was that I was able to meet people my age and make friends and it just made being on the cruise that much more enjoyable. Obviously the experiences when I was off the cruise were immaculate like can't even describe it but meeting those people on the cruise just made that experience like 10 times better
0: yeah so what was the when was the first time you traveled outside of
1: America well the first time I traveled outside of America I actually moved outside of America it was when I moved to Serbia when I was four years old so I lived in Serbia for four years I moved back when I was eight and I guess I I I hadn't been back to Europe specifically since I left Europe since I left Serbia I mean I'd been to like other places outside of the country but not in Europe Okay. so um going back it was like the best feeling in the world because that was my childhood you know living in a different country and it really reminded me how special it is to be able to have those opportunities and stuff and i know that you when i was living in serbia we traveled around europe like i went to istanbul i went to venice um I, didn't you go to venice yes so that was cool because you know it's sinking so we can both say like we visited it before i went underwater but i loved venice and i was so young obviously like i don't remember it as much as i wished i could but I would go
0: back. That was probably one of my favorite spots. Um, I didn't get enough time there. It was only like a couple hours and I could stay there like for a week.
1: That's the tough thing about cruises is like your time places is so limited. And obviously you just want to spend, you go to these amazing places and you're like, I wish I even had just like a day here. But it's literally like maybe eight or nine hours most, you know, and it's not enough time to embrace everything. And you factor like, oh, you want to get a meal like that's an hour and a half yeah so that was one thing that's tough that if you're considering traveling on a cruise you need to keep in mind that your time in these places is so limited you know yeah. so
0: it is a great way to travel if you want to hit like different countries though like mm-hmm. there's no way I could have had a car and drove all across Italy yeah. and then to Greece and then to Croatia like the cruise was the financially like best option for sure for um, sure. Did you go on a lot of, like, excursions? We went on one, and then one got canceled, mm. and that was kind of crazy. But real, but real quick, um, so do you think this trip was, like, your trip that, like, wow, this really sparked, like, traveling, or was it before this? I've always,
1: like, had a passion for traveling, um, but it, it had been so long since I'd been back to Europe, and I think that this trip kind of reminded me that I want to expand my traveling from just being in the country to europe like i really want to go to brazil i want to go to thailand i would love to go to barcelona one day so there are like are a bunch of places that i it kind of sparked in me that like i want to leave the country and it taught me it kind of reminded me how it is to travel outside of the country like being on a really long airplane flight and what sensible packing is you know like I I kind of went in it blinded and I certainly wasn't fully prepared I think I packed really well for the cruise but then when I was like in Ireland and stuff it was kind of cold so like I wasn't prepared for that um so just like definitely sparked wanting to travel outside of the country for me and then you know gave me a much better understanding of how to be better prepared for my next trip when I do leave the country. What would you say this trip was the
0: same for you? Um, yes, but I think my first trip that I, like, fell in love and, like, really wanted to, like, explore more was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to, like, a resort in Mexico. Um, my friends, family, and I drove to Mexico from Tucson.
1: Oh, wow. So that was yeah, an you, experience. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know like it's, it's a manageable drive. Yeah, it was I, only
0: five hours? That would be kind of
1: cool. Yeah. I, I have, you know, like one of my best friends lives in Arizona and I know they did that too. Like they would drive from Arizona to Mexico and yeah. like I didn't even know that that was a thing.
0: And <laughs> it was really cool because it opened my eyes like, wow, like this is way different than America. I saw like people who lived in like tents on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I have ever seen anything like that other than like the homeless people. In America I saw like kids playing soccer with like a plastic bag ball Mm -hmm. and like it was like sad but like also like really eye-opening at the same time um but of course like Mexico is like gorgeous so gorgeous and we were in the middle of nowhere like had the whole place to ourselves yeah um we went on like a boat and went fishing and I ate like raw fish which (laughs) was kind of weird but it it was an experience yeah like that's what is so special about these trips is Mm -hmm. Like, how many people can say you ate a raw fish? Sushi. Well, yeah, I guess. (laughs) I'm kidding. But no, like, I caught the fish and then ate it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: But, I mean, I love Mexico, too, but I stayed on a resort, um, so I guess I didn't really get, like, as much of that experience, you know? We left the resort a few times, and one of them was to go to Coco Bongo, which was 11 (laughs) out of 10. But, um... The, like, food and stuff out there is amazing. Like, leaving the resort. I'm never too crazy about food on resorts, you know? Yeah. When it's all-inclusive. There's, like, nice restaurants and stuff, but, like, it's a lot of buffets and stuff like that. I don't really like buffets. Yeah. But eating food outside of the resort, we went and got sushi and stuff. And, like, I would say that the sushi we had was comparable to Nobu. And, like, literally maybe for, like, I think there were eight of us maybe seven of us and our total bill with like drinks and food appetizers it was like 70 dollars yeah in the states that would have been like a
0: thousand dollar meal and i'm not even exaggerating that like i believe it that was such a culture shock to me because we went to like the gas station when we first got there and i got like snacks drinks and i got like a bunch of stuff like Mm -hmm. i was hungry and they're like oh seven dollars (laughs) american seven yeah
1: That was another cool thing about being in Europe is everywhere we went, we would get a bottle of wine. And these are really amazing bottles of wine, like taste incredible. This is no like barefoot Moscato, you know, and they're the price of like really cheap wines here. So
0: I got a Valentino wallet for $20. Oh my God. Real?
1: real Yeah. From like a, what is it? A consignment store? Um, It
0: was like an outlet
1: oh that's awesome
0: yeah i was like is this for real and my mom oh my gosh
1: (laughs) she like went up to the people she's like is this real (laughs) i know in italy they told us that they're not allowed to sell fake designer okay like there will be people on the street who have fake designer stuff but if you go in a store like legally they're not allowed to sell fake designer i don't know if she was just telling me that because she was trying to like get me to buy something (laughs) but that's what that's what I was told
0: yeah and my grandma she got like a nice bag like 90% off like insane so that was really cool and yeah the food prices were so cheap Mm -hmm. I know that like when you come back in through the U.S. Customs
1: and they ask you about what you bought and stuff like they're stern and they'll give you a hard time you know
0: I brought home I brought home olive oil (laughs)
1: They, yeah and did they hound you
0: a little bit no it wasn't too bad but they're like why do you need two things of olive oil because <laughs> you want that italian olive oil yeah yeah like i just wanted some cool stuff to bring back i wanted to bring back limoncello mm. but it's whatever and aperol spritz i got obsessed with those mm. on the on the trip Not much of an aperol spritz person or a limoncello really person. well you don't like sweet i don't no. yeah I don't, I've never liked
1: Aperol Spritz. Maybe I've just always had really bad ones, but I don't. I'm like a Bloody Mary girl in and out. But, um, but yeah, I, I bought a lot of cool stuff in Italy. Um, and it was scary going through U.S. customs. Like they, they act like you're bringing
0: illegal stuff and you're like, I swear it's just a purse. (laughs) I had to go through customs twice Mm. because we had a layover in London yeah so it's rough well that's kind of
1: cool london yeah. even though you probably
0: we i'm sure you didn't
1: leave the airport or no. you ran through the airport but still i i really want to go to london
0: that's my next trip Together. london and paris
1: <laughs> we're gonna do a high five count like <laughs> everybody take a sip for every time me and cicely high five in this podcast
0: oh my god no i
1: would i would love to go to london that's my next trip
0: like i promise next summer my goal was in the next two years but next summer i mean if i have the bars yeah i mean i think
1: i'm kind of overshooting here but (laughs) um
0: but yeah like going back to like you don't have to travel outside of the states like Mm -hmm. we know like this isn't realistic if you want to like go to italy and travel all over like yeah you're probably looking at a Pretty high price, yeah. But like, even in the states, there's so many cool opportunities.
1: Go to Vegas and look at the Eiffel Tower. Bin, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: like, like okay, we have the green Canyon. That's really cool. And Mount
1: Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it's one of those places you look and you're like, okay, now. I okay, forgive us. <laughs> we just lost power in the studio.
0: That was so weird.
1: That was weird. That's the first. Um, why are we talking about Mount Rushmore? <laughs>
0: <laughs> For some reason, yes. Um, but no, like, there's, I, I don't know if this is just me, but there's, like, different energies at different places. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I go to Florida, I am so happy.
1: Oh, I mean, how could you be unhappy? That- in warm weather, tan. I am so pale right now. Like, me too. I need a trip. But I just got back from, like, Nashville. Nashville is two states over from us well one state technically kentucky Eh. kentucky is like very thin thin but what i was gonna say is like i went to nashville and that was the most fun i've had in a long time and it's so close is it expensive yes it is very pricey but it's so fun and it's so close like a place that had great energy was colorado i loved colorado the people there were awesome it was just like such a Cool vibe, and I was in Vail. I don't know how to ski or snowboard, so I just went there for fun. But it was amazing. First of all, I've never been to
0: Nashville. Oh, you should go. I have like you'd literally love it. I have ten outfits like already picked out for it. I just haven't went. But um, yeah, for those areas, I love Florida. Like Fort Myers is my favorite place in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Arizona, like Tucson, Phoenix. I love those areas. I love California, but. I think just a change, of pace once in a while too is important. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Indiana has its own kind of energy. Love Indiana, but you need a break. Yeah. You need a break once in a while. Love it. So I guess we can go back to. <laughs> we're jumping everywhere. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> there's no organization here. But um, okay, back to Europe. What was your favorite place that you went? The south of France. But I
1: also loved Sicily. I got to I go so. to uh, Soboka, which is the town where the first Godfather, there were Ooh. scenes filmed there. So it was cool to like, it was a really small town, beautiful, really high up in the hills and stuff, but it was beautiful. I have the best sandwich I've ever had in my life there with like, it was just amazing. I dream about it. I will probably die thinking about that sandwich.
0: Okay. Well, what was, the, was that your favorite food on the trip?
1: Mm, my i i will say a, along with sicily my other favorite place was um Mina, which is where um the white lotus season two was filmed and then this is my last one i'm sorry i just loved it all florence <laughs> florence mm. and florence is where i had my best meal i had this pesto gnocchi there and like it was spectacular. It was the best meal I've ever had, the best pasta I've ever had. And then we met really cool people at the restaurant who were
0: American, so we were talking to them. So that just made the experience even better. So my favorite was also Sicily. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a little biased, but I, uh, it was amazing. Like, I can't really complain. Um, my favorite food was in Sicily, um, Syracuse, Sicily, or Syracuse, Sicily. It was a penne pesto pasta. Okay. Literally, it was I'm this big like huge. I got it for lunch and I couldn't finish it and I was like so sad because it was the best pasta I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. And the
1: portions there are massive and they'll shame you if you don't finish your food. Yeah, like
0: I felt so bad. They shame
1: you. At restaurants, like when I was in Greece, I wasn't feeling well and Greek food is one of my favorite cuisines. I love Greek food but I didn't feel well so I couldn't finish my food and I couldn't bring food onto the boat so when I told them
0: I wasn't bringing it, they shamed me they shamed the hell out of me in greece that was also my probably second favorite food maybe thai mm-hmm. um i love greek food so mm-hmm. i got like saganaki and, oh, like my your, favorite oh, yeah it was so good
1: and a greek salad like oh, yes. bury me with the greek salad oh i love greek food so much but thankfully we're close enough to chicago where like we can go to greek town, oh, greek town is, is it, so is good like, no but you know what it's still really
0: good. Okay, we well, I have to go to Greek town. Yes. I love Greek town. Um, okay. Um, Croatia also had amazing food and amazing wine. I am jealous that you got to go to Croatia. I've heard great things oh. about Croatia. I honestly I wasn't I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Like I just went there and I couldn't stop staring because of how pretty it was. I was like, oh my gosh, this is real. Like yeah. insane. But um okay, what was your favorite experience?
1: Uh, well, I loved being on the cruise. I had so much fun on the cruise, but outside of the cruise, my favorite experience was being in Florence. Um, Me, my sister and my mom were all just like in the best mood that day. It was rainy, but like, it was just such the vibe there that day. Like everyone had their umbrellas. It was beautiful. We had great food great wine great company it was just so beautiful got to see so many cool things you know like statues and art there is really big so that was super cool and just seeing the architecture and stuff that was something that fascinated me me too the architecture in Florence was magnificent and that was probably my favorite experience there were so many cool things that we did like I got to go to Monaco I got to see Monte Carlo got to be in the south of France and that was all amazing but just the day that we had in Florence
0: was like unbeatable how about you so my favorite experience kind of goes with my worst experience too but um I guess it just evens out so, it was my second day in Rome and we went to the Vatican that morning mm-hmm. and then we went to the Colosseum and then had pasta. I just love Rome. Yeah. Rome is just amazing. I can't even explain it, but it is truly like the city of love mm-hmm. and not like romance love too. It's just like love. like yeah. So cool. The art there, the food, just everything is perfect, but the Vatican, it, it was cool. I went when it was a hundred degrees mm-hmm. and there was no air conditioning. And it's a five-hour tour, <laughs> 500 stairs. So it was harsh. It was yeah. hard. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I spent the most time in Rome. We spent four days after the cruise in Rome because we docked in a port town outside of Rome before we went to Ireland. And we didn't go to the Vatican, but we did go to the Colosseum. And that was just, like, surreal. Yeah. Actually being there and, like, recognizing the history that took place there and actually being in that same place and like walking the same pathways as, you know, like it it was surreal to me. That was really a cool experience, but I agree, Rome is definitely the city of love and the city
0: of shopping. Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) That was my favorite part about it. I did (laughs) get a new purse there. Oh, so did I. Um, That's number three. Um, But back to the Vatican, like, that was so cool because there was a statue that saw Moses Mm -hmm. and the crucifixion of St. Peter. Yeah. And St. Peter's, like, buried under the cathedral there. And I'm like, I couldn't even, like, wrap my brain around Mm -hmm. that because, like, that is so cool.
1: Yeah. Like, what? I couldn't either. I I do wish that we could have went to the Vatican, and we did have quite a few days there, but... You take what you can get. I mean I'm thankful for that experience. We did so many cool things while they're like obviously the Trevi Fountain. Oh yes. I uh, love the Trevi Fountain. I hope Fountain. you made wishes. I did. Um, and it was it was really interesting because a few days two days after we left Rome, climate activists dyed the Trevi Fountain. They like went in the Trevi Fountain and dyed the water like black or red or something. And I was like, oh my god, what if we would have witnessed that, you know? But it was really interesting. I saw a TikTok about, like, the Trevi Fountain throughout different times of the day. And, um, like, in the morning, there's nobody there. Like, very few people there. And then when we were there, it was literally, like, peak Trevi Fountain time. Like, 4 o'clock. And we were lucky. We got a good spot. And we got cool pictures. Like, the people were really nice and stuff. But that was a really cool experience. And then the Spanish steps.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was one
1: of those things that's like,
0: okay, we did it let's go but honestly I was not expecting to like the fountain as much as I did too like it was just so pretty and huge like it was in pictures it looks big but when you get there you're like oh my gosh and the art on it like the (sighs) statues and stuff um everything is perfect I can't even like explain how amazing it is I
1: miss Europe I'm having (laughs) (laughs) withdrawals. post Europe depression yes withdrawals I really like I would do anything to go back and I now knowing what I love about Europe and the places I literally love that was one thing that was good about the cruise it kind of taught me the places that I want to go to again if I ever get the opportunity of course so I definitely have like a list now of places that I would like to go to again before I die
0: have you been in Naples Italy yeah I love Naples too I forgot about that it was really nice um I didn't get to go to Amalfi Coast, though. I was so sad. <laughs> Me
1: either. So that was we, our driver, we had an excursion booked for the Amalfi Coast. And he it was raining that day. And he was sitting in his car, so we couldn't find him. Yada, yada, yada. We didn't end up getting to go to the Amalfi Coast, which was obviously one of the places we were most excited to see because it
0: supposed to be like the beautiful most beautiful beach in the world
1: no yeah exactly and but we also didn't have like a lot of time so when he was late and we couldn't find him it was like this was an excursion booked outside of the cruise so if we weren't back on Mm -hmm. time like you're screwed we would have been left and not that I would have been mad about it but
0: (laughs) something similar happened to us like that So our excursion with the cruise got changed to Mm -hmm. 1 o'clock. It was originally at 8 a.m. So then we couldn't do both. We had to choose one. And we went to Pompeii. I was disappointed. Yeah.
1: we See, we had the opportunity to go to Pompeii, and we kind of decided against it. It wasn't something
0: we were super interested in doing. I've always been interested in it. I thought it was so cool. But the bodies aren't there. Like, that's, like, the whole reason, like, oh, Pompeii, like, the body, they weren't there. (laughs) I was so mad. (laughs) Yeah. But I did have amazing margarita pizza and limoncello. So. My,
1: like, signature meal in Europe was I would get, like, octopus salad. Okay. And, like, most people are, like, the texture and now me, I was, like, probably eight, like, six octopus. Oct- I don't want to <laughs> say <Octopi>? the wrong <laughs> Octopi. I did not want to say the wrong thing.
0: <laughs> I got some really good seafood pasta the first night. Mm-hmm. And it had octopus in it. love 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 okay next question worst experience uh the worst experience or something you would have changed okay this is
1: actually a really this is um this isn't about the cruise I don't think I had a really any negative experiences on the cruise besides the day that I was sick in Greece that was in uh, Athens so that wow. kind of sucked especially because I really wanted to eat but that wasn't the worst experience when I was in Ireland we went to we went on an excursion we took the paddy wagon which is like one of those giant tour buses to the cliffs of more mm-hmm. yeah um, and the bus was full and there were two girls who were sitting in front of my sister, and me and my sister on the bus. And it was just a really bad experience because we were on the bus for like a grand total of 13 hours that day. Like it was a whole journey. And the girl in front of me, nobody else on the bus reclined their chair so the girl in front of me for some reason she had one of those neck pillows and she reclined her chair all the way back so I literally couldn't move my legs and it just really rubbed me the wrong way like it was so rude and inconsiderate like I didn't recline my chair you know and I didn't have a neck pillow I was literally like breaking my neck sleeping on that bus but like you do what you got to do and this girl is literally like If I would've went like this, like me and her would've looked each other in the eyes. Like that's how close she was to me. So that was just kind of my worst experience. Like she was very rude and like inconsiderate. And that was a really long day as is, you know? Oh yeah. You're on the bus for so many hours and you're already like overwhelmed. Nobody wants to be on a bus for 13 hours. Like I did that
0: to her. You did? I did, yeah. What did you think of Cliffs? Oh my gosh. Amazing. Did like, you see I don't them? even
1: yeah, I don't even have the words like for it. It's just like it looks like you're it's on like on a it's computer not real. screen. Yeah. Like you're looking at like the Dell computer. I mean it was just like in it was out of this world and it's crazy to think like you live on the same planet where such beauty like that exists and it, that was an experience of a lifetime and whatever those girls aside like I just say that they were just kind of rude and inconsiderate and that wasn't a positive experience but at the end of the day like that trip in itself was incredible and also an experience of a lifetime like I don't know when I'll ever get to say that I'll go back there you know.
0: Ireland was really cool. That was another trip of a lifetime. I mm-hmm. went on St. Patrick's Day, which oh my,
1: I can't even enough, imagine.
0: What's a better time to go?
1: <laughs> I I can't imagine a better time to go to Ireland than St. Patrick's Day. It was amazing. Did you go to Temple Bar? Yeah.
0: Okay. Of course, so they, uh, yeah. that's a staple. You have to.
1: Mm-hmm. And was, Guinness and we did. We I we went to the Guinness storehouse. Yeah. Which I never realized I liked Guinness until I was in Ireland. It's a good beer. It is a good beer. It kind of tastes like. Salty. Can yeah, you explain it?
0: it's, like, a sweet and salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we're getting off track. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, last one about the trip. Um, What is something you wish you knew? How to pack better. Okay, I was going to say the same thing, mm-hmm. um, but I had a really weird experience. I get to Rome Airport, and we're waiting for a luggage. It took, like, an hour, and I'm like, I don't see my bag anywhere. And then I'm like, well, that kind of looks like mine, but it's, like, covered in tape. And I was like, "Wait, that is my suitcase, covered in tape." Um, TSA broke my big suitcase, so um, I had to pack everything I brought in my carry-on and my book bag. Oh,
1: so it was. Tough. I couldn't do that. I would have had to buy a new suitcase.
0: It was tough, but I did do it. I, um, my mom took some of my dirty clothes, and then I had to sacrifice and leave some of my stuff there. Are you serious? I am serious. Yeah, it sucked. Can't you get, like, compensated for that? I tried, but it had to be within 13 days. So when your suitcase does break at the airport, notify them immediately. Boo. Um, I didn't have, like, reliable internet, so I couldn't. But it's whatever. Um, so no, I always, that's not whatever.
1: Yeah. I would have thrown a B.F., <laughs> if you know what I mean.
0: I needed a new suitcase anyway. I just wanted that to last until... And nobody
1: wants to leave their stuff, now. like... It's obviously if you're bringing something with you across the country, it's something like a value that you want there. I would have been really mad.
0: One thing that did help, I packed my carry-on empty because I knew I was going to buy a bunch of stuff, so that did help a lot. But um, yeah, my my grandma did pack like a big suitcase, a carry-on, and a book bag, which that was hard too because yeah. in Europe you have to walk. Like they don't drop you off right at the building. It'll drop you off like a quarter mile away and you have to walk.
1: And not a lot of places have elevators in Europe. Just And by not a lot, I mean like it is very rare to be in a place with an elevator in Europe. And air conditioning. (laughs) And air conditioning. That's like a luxury. Oh, you want ice in your water? (laughs) Okay, back again. Power out one more time. So we don't know what's going on with that. But as I was saying, you want ice in your water? That's weird and also they charge you for water in europe it's not free like in america like it's like i that's weird to me
0: because i'm a water girl like i need water i've been on a water kick lately like getting like certain waters and i fell in love with water in uh italy it's uh aqua de pan amazing i bought i was having italy withdrawal so i bought a whole bottle is it
1: like the in
0: the glass bottle? Yeah, okay. And know it's, it's orange. Yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I went to the store while I was having Italy patrols, and everything was like, oh, like, limoncello or lemons or <laughs> pasta. So, yeah. One of my favorite things to do when
1: I travel is to try snacks from different places. So when I was in Italy, I was going ham on the chips. That was one thing I was mad about on the cruise is there were no snacks on the cruise. And after, yeah. like, eight days there, I'm like, i want doritos i want chips like i want a snack they didn't have any of that that was hard when i went to italy i stocked up on snacks like they had really interesting pringles flavors
0: like yeah i'm a a snack girly so i bought a bunch of chocolate i love chocolate so italian chocolate like are you kidding me Mm -hmm. so i bought a bunch of that um yeah i like trying different snacks yeah and just going to like their stores because they don't have like walmart on every block or walgreens yeah they have like different little pop-up shops so that was really cool um let's see um my question for you okay.
1: is what is your biggest piece of advice to somebody who's traveling
0: i would say just enjoy the moment be present it goes fast it goes so fast so just appreciate it and enjoy it I think my biggest piece of advice is to be
1: open-minded like when you're traveling places embrace the culture like don't think you're above something you know yeah embracing the culture really taking it in you know like you're always gonna have your reality at home and your normal there at home but like when you're traveling somewhere you know like get loose embrace it try that food that you wouldn't normally try here or
0: eat a raw fish yeah (laughs) eat
1: a raw fish that you literally just caught but just be like open and be be open-minded in trying new things when traveling like that's something that I really can't stress enough and don't be disrespectful to different cultures like if it's not something that you like or you think that you won't like don't be rude, like, that's their normal, you think that everyone in the world thinks it's normal that we eat as much
0: McDonald's as we do, <laughs> you know, so, I, I always have that voice in my, like, in my head, like, you're only here once, why not do it, yeah, um, when I went to the Blarney Stone, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a germaphobe, I don't know if you knew that, but, um, I, I like, didn't. Know ooh, that. I don't know if I want to kiss the stone that everyone else is kissing, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of, ugh, but then I was like, you know what, when am I going to be back at the Blarney Stone? Yeah. I'm going to do it. So I did, and I'm so happy I did.
1: There was a lot of culture shocks in Europe. I will say one thing I noticed is the public bathrooms there. Yeah. Like, when I went to, when I was in Rome, I was at the train station across the street from the Colosseum, Uh and we went in the train station to use the bathroom before we went on our tour in the Colosseum. And it was the most rancid, foul bathroom I've ever seen in my life. Did it have the seat on it? Yeah. I went to like four bathrooms and it didn't have a seat. It had a seat on it. And Turkish toilets are really common in Europe. They're literally just like holes in the ground. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of culture shocks, like to kind of be aware of. But you know what? It's temporary. Using the bathroom for 30 seconds, like you'll get over it. It's not the end of the world. Is it disgusting? Sure. But you'll get over it.
0: Yeah, just buy some hand sanitizer. You'll be fine. But yeah, that was definitely a culture shock. I was like, uh, "Where's, where's the seat?" <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some of your like traveling must-haves? Um, we'll start with the plane. Like, what do you need on these like long uh, any plane ride? Actually, snacks. <laughs> uh, on the plane, I really
1: just need. I'm easygoing. going. Um, since I'm so tiny, like I can put my legs on the chair, like. But my must-haves is obviously, like, I need to have, like, shows or movies to be able to watch. I always need my headphones. I read more than half of a book on the way there. And I finished it on the way home. So, um, for me, a book. And then, usually the airplane will, like, provide you with a little pillow and a blanket that they throw away once you're done. So, that's something i need because i if i'm sitting i need a blanket
0: i've been on a plane where it's like super duper cold and like you need a blanket Mm -hmm. so i usually bring my own blanket and my own pillow i bought this amazing neck pillow on amazon Mm. game changer is it the
1: one where you put your arms through like this or no do you know what i'm talking about you like blow it up and you you put it on the tray and you put your arms through it and
0: like I need that because I usually use the tray, mm-hmm. but so no, this one's just like a regular neck pillow, but it's so soft. Like I, I'm obsessed. And uh, like you said, um, headphones, a book, I think a book comes in handy because like how if your phone dies, how if your iPad dies, yeah. you have that hardcover book, mm-hmm. um, a passport when carrying your passport, I found it really handy to wear like a Lulu bag. Cause yeah. like you can just zip unzip. And then I have my passport in like a case. So I can put my ID, my passport, my credit card, all my stuff in there. Yeah. I cannot stand feeling disgusting on the plane. So I always pack deodorant, shower wipes, and moisturizer. Yeah, I also bring my toothbrush and toothpaste. And, like, yes, if it's a really long flight, like, I'll go brush my teeth um, after a while. Me too. And, like, I have to wash my face because I cannot stand it. Because you,
1: like, it dries
0: out your skin.
1: Yeah. You know? like, it, you need to have, like, high hygiene products while you're flying
0: and that uh, it makes you so much more comfortable i promise like Mm -hmm. amazing um i always have like eat the airplane food have a glass of wine and then i sleep the entire flight yeah i try to sleep i watched a star is born on the way home and i was sobbing
1: on the airplane (laughs) like i i couldn't believe that i did that to myself and it was the first time i'd seen it too so i was literally like
0: why did i do that (laughs) that's a great movie um this is more for like the cruise but i i get seasick so nausea help is a, definitely a must
1: yeah there's one there's a medication we brought that is for seasickness i just did the relief band ah uh, gotcha i forget what it's called honestly so my input is no help right now <laughs> google
0: yeah um but yeah so that's my plain tips what about traveling in europe sensible shoes (laughs) also
1: whatever American sense of style you have like leave the jean shorts at home leave the crop tops at home you know that is not like their fashion and like appropriate there so just like like I said embracing their culture you know if you're traveling around Europe there's probably a likelihood that you're gonna go inside like churches and stuff And you have to have, like, your shoulders covered or certain stuff like that. So if that is something
0: that you're doing, make sure that you are properly packed for that. Um, In the Vatican, I had to be covered head to toe. Yeah. And it was 100 degrees. So it was really hard. And it's hard, but it's, like, a respect that you you have have to do it. you have to.
1: Yeah, so just sensible shoes. I mean, I bought, like, a brand-new pair of Converse that I was able to dress up by wearing, like, a dress or a skirt or something. I bought a pair of like brand new white sneakers just like sensible shoes because you will be walking everywhere and if you're in heels or like uncomfortable shoes you'll be miserable I wore
0: my air forces everywhere Mm -hmm. and I am so glad I did yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) so it was really hot when I went um Mm -hmm. so definitely bring a water bottle with you yeah I got like the Brita water bottle that filters it um but Italy had really nice water Mm -hmm. like really clean water um bring a fan with you I have one of those little fans you can just like plug in your phone and that literally saved me on one day
1: i bought one of those like pf-
0: yeah the, yeah paper yeah, fan, yeah
1: um in greece but it broke so that sucks but it was like two dollars so i don't i don't know what i was expecting
0: yeah that that really helped because there was one day it was so hot and then i was on one of those hop on hop off buses
1: mm-hmm.
0: no air conditioning
1: yeah be prepared for that
0: yeah it was definitely a culture shock
1: but and also oh my gosh this is really important about Europe pickpocketing there is huge so you're always going to want to have a purse that you can either have right under your shoulder you know so like it's secure or a purse that's in front of you you know like the fanny packs Mm -hmm. are really good like Cicely was saying um but pickpocketing is really huge there and god forbid somebody comes up to you and steals your passport then like you're shit out of luck you know what I mean like there's nothing you can do without your passport so just always be like mindful of that sometimes it's honestly like we all want to look good we all want to look fashionable but security over fashion every day you know what I mean like making sure your belongings are secured don't keep your phone in your back pocket like either have it in your hand or have it in your purse so always be mindful of pickpocketing because it is a really bad issue there
0: yeah that's huge and this is another just random tip uber there is outrageous so um do taxi or walk um uber was like
1: double in in ireland ubering was really common because they have like um what's it called Free, free
0: bird or whatever yeah
1: they have like a deal with like another lifting service so everyone does it there but in europe cabs are the way to go for sure yeah
0: we're walking walking is always, you can walk you know? about everywhere
1: mm-hmm.
0: and or they have a bus like a free bus yeah so that was cool but yeah uber it was like 260 dollars most nights
1: that's insanity like
0: what um but yeah so i guess just to wrap it up um i don't know what do you want to wrap it up with If you ever have the
1: opportunity to travel, I highly encourage it. My motto is the money always comes back, but the memories never do. So if you're fortunate and you have the opportunity, I always encourage you to travel no matter where it is, whether it's an hour away or 15 hours away, You know, an experience is an experience and you'd rather be able to say that you did it than you didn't. Um, And just always be thankful for your experiences no matter what obviously we are so unbelievably thankful that we were both able to experience trips of a lifetime that we did
0: um so yeah yeah it was really special because I did it with my mom and my grandma so did I and yeah it's so cool but yeah let this podcast be the reason for you to take your next trip so this is your sign go book the flight go mm-hmm. get in your car yeah get in your car get on that airplane get on that cruise and do it <laughs> all right Thanks you for tuning in. Next time. Time. Bye.